Welcome to our 10th annual Fan Friday portion of our podcast on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. This week on social media, I posed the question asking everyone to tell me their favorite match of all time. So today we'll be running down a list of those, and there is a wide variety of matches, tag team, single, Royal Rumble, all this stuff. So stay tuned after a word from my sponsors for our 10th annual Fan Friday. All right, so we're going to start our rundown of favorite matches of all time from the fans' perspective. We're going to start off with my Uncle Michael. His pick and words were Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Mammoth match. Who would have ever thought Hogan could pick up the Giant, let alone slam him? And this at the time was billed as the biggest main event in sports entertainment history. And I'd be willing to say that it's probably still... The biggest match in sports entertainment. This was pinnacle wrestling in the 80s. Nobody knew if Andre was going to play ball and put Hogan over or not. Not even Hogan. Hogan had wrote the match out weeks before. Andre sent it back with no notes on it at all. And when Andre came to the ring as a heel, not really happened a whole lot in his career, fans pelted Andre with trash and drinks and all this stuff. Just imagine the legend of Andre being pelted with stuff. Imagine if that happened now. Wouldn't go very well. But you had the fans in the Silverdome erupt when Hulk Hogan's music. Because this was the peak of Hulkamania. You're right in the Hulkamania just run. So, I mean, this was a great match. You could tell. Go back and watch the match. Andre's body is giving up on him. Andre is tired. He looks at in every attempt to hit, everything. Every time he gets hit, Andre looks tired. He looks beat. He looks exhausted. But Hogan tries to pick him up. Andre falls on him. Close one, two, three, almost. But we all know that he dodges a leg drop, hits him. Hogan slams Andre, pins him one, two, three, and we get that iconic Hulk Hogan moment of him on his knees in the middle of the ring in celebration. This is what Hulk Hogan was. Absolute stalwart for the people. So this was a great match and arguably one of the top WrestleMania moments of all time. Thank you, Uncle Michael, for submitting that. Next up is Brian Yawn, one of the four beasts of wrestling. He submitted Hogan, shock, Versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18. Dubbed as Icon versus Icon. I mean, we had... uh, The crowd was so into this match. You could feel the electricity around the ring. I loved watching this match. And you could just absolutely feel the electricity in the arena that night. For two Icons. And what the sad thing is about this match... It wasn't even the main event, nor the match before the main event, even though it should have been. Should have been the main event. I felt bad for the women's match afterwards, and then Jericho and Triple H in the main event. Should have been Hogan versus Rock. You couldn't have topped anything after that. So thank you, Brian. His words on that match were that the crowd was that dynamic made the match even better. I completely agree. If you've never watched it, go back and watch it. Next up, Brian submitted the Hart Foundation versus Demolition. Best two out of three falls at SummerSlam 1990. I had to go back and watch this match because I I don't think I'd been born yet. But 
hearing demolition come out to all those boos was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Because you didn't know which two of the three members you were going to get. But you could have got Axe, Smash, Crush, all these guys. Or Crash. Not Crush. Or Smash. I just, just roll with it, y'all. So, let's see. Make sure I'm correct on this before I continue. Yes, Smash, Crush, and Axe. Okay, so we got Smash and Crush in this match to start off with against the Heart Foundation, who came out to a massive, massive ovation. So we so Demolition picks up the first fall in a relatively quick fashion by, of course, using Undermined Tricks. And then Heart Foundation picks up pin number two due to disqualification when, they, when Demolition hits the referee, who happened to be Earl Hebner, of all people. And then we get... Axe coming out from the back and hiding underneath the ring. At some point in the match, Bret Hart hits one of them and he rolls out of the ring and Axe jumps in the ring. Fresh body, this whole match just wears him. And all of a sudden you hear the crowd erupt. And you it didn't pan anywhere. Like, what in the world? Out from the back comes the Road Warriors. They'd had enough of demolition and their underhanded tricks. So they put it into it. They brought out all members. Allowed the Hart Foundation to pick up the pinfall and become new tag team champions. So Brian, I thank you for submitting this match. It was absolutely amazing to listen to the crowd reaction of this match. So thank you, Brian, for this one. He also submitted Razor Ramon for Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania, I want to say 10. Ladder match. Arguably the greatest ladder match of all time. Even though it wasn't the first ladder match of all time. Because they had tried one out before that. But it wasn't on pay-per-view. But this match was great. Absolutely a great match. Which set the tone for matches in the future to be in ladder matches. We never would have got something like this had it... Had this match not been successful. So I want to thank Razor and Sean for setting up this match. So it ended up with Sean Michaels being tangled up in the ropes. And allowing Razor Ramon to become the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. Absolutely love it. Because coming into the match, both Sean and Razor held Intercontinental Championship belts. I think that is so cool. So I want to thank Brian for all three of those matches. So I want to take this short little break in between our first and second main events and to send a huge congratulations out to the Sports Ball Mania podcast run by Matty Ice and Porkchop. They passed over 200 plays on their podcast this week. So go give them a listen, Sports Ball Mania. They cover everything with sports. I love having the chance to record with these great, great gentlemen. So continue to support them in their endeavors. Like I said, congratulations on 200 plays, guys. All right, welcome to our second main event of the podcast. We're going to start off with, let's say, Steven. He submitted... He said, I might be bending the rules, but I've always loved the Royal Rumble match. 
the ability to have it change so much each year, and now we get two. And the list that have won it, and there's even list longer list people who should have won the Royal Rumble. And I agree with you here, Stephen. The Royal Rumble outside of WrestleMania is my favorite pay-per-view of the entire year because you have a possibility of huge returns like Edge this year, Cena when he came in at 30 after injury. Just the unpredictability of Royal Rumble match makes it so, so much special. Next up, he has the tag team match between the Viking Raiders and Aleister Black and Ricochet in NXT's takeover before WrestleMania 35. This is when Black and Ricochet were heading up to the main roster after leaving NXT a better place than when they arrived. Viking Raiders first, these two were a phenomenal match made in Booker Heaven. Then he also has Kane and Shane McMahon. Ambulance match of Series 2003. I just went back and watched this match. And he talked about how brutal it was and how Kane was such a monster that the company needed. But it showed how the unique punishment Shane could take in the match. This match was very underrated. And this is one of the reasons we had done a previous podcast. Who was crazier, Shane or Jeff Hardy? Because Shane was willing to put himself on the line like this. Yes, Kane came out on top and won. Off a simple tombstone pile driver onto the concrete. But this match was bloodshed, gore, everything. So thank you, Stephen, for those three matches. And I completely agree with you. Royal Rumble, very underrated match. Next up is Preston. He says, Undertaker vs. Mankind, Hell in a Cell. He says, yes, I know it's scripted. But he goes, this is the realest match I ever saw. Okay, I'll tell you this. This match arguably changed the Monday Night Wars. Because if you listen to Jericho talk about it, he said when Taker threw Mankind off the top, and he didn't want to throw him off the top. At the top, he says, Mick, are you sure? Yes, throw me. He threw him off the top. Jericho said, that's it, boys. We've lost. He said, it's done. The fact that Mick Foley kept getting up and up, and when Taker chokes him, he wasn't supposed to fall through the Hell in a Cell. At all. It was not supposed to happen. That's the genuine shock look on Taker's face when it happens. Preston said this showed and speaks volumes about Mick Foley and the toughness that he's willing to endure. And I agree. This match was great. Thank you, Preston, for giving us this match. Next up is Patrick Bagwell. He said, I always love the WCW War Games matches. He goes, they were pre-Hell in a Cell matches. Very violent. And you never knew what you were going to ex- never knew what to expect. Sorry. And I completely agree with him. These matches now they've brought them back with NXT and stuff. And these matches are great. I love watching these matches, even if it's a modern take on it. It's still great because you never knew what you were going to get at all. So great, great ones there, Patrick. Matt Matty Ice submitted. Uh, Triple H, Benoit, HBK, WrestleMania 20, main event. This is after Benoit had went coast-to-coast uh, coast in the Royal Rumble to win. He said, this hat match had to be perfect, and Triple H did not bury him. He goes to the scene at the end of WrestleMania 20 with Eddie and Benoit out there after both winning world championships stays in mind forever. Even after they won, they did, this is excluding everything that happened with Benoit afterwards. But this will be the one of the highlights of their both their runs because Benoit never got back to this spot ever again. And it's great. He talks about Daniel Bryan's matches at WrestleMania 30, emotionally invested with the Yes movement. 
And I agree. I thought when he put Triple H, I was like, ah, he's going to win, but he's going to have to face Batista and Orton in the main event. But I wasn't expecting Brian to win against Triple H because we all know who Triple H is. But Matt said at the end of the day, his favorite match is still Triple H Taker at WrestleMania 27. Still one of his favorite matches of all time. So this is a no holds bar match. Came out to when the bell told for whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Triple H did, and Taker came back to ain't no grave gonna hold this body down by Johnny Cash. And it ended not with a tombstone. This is after Taker ate three pedigrees, kicked out of every one of them, hit him with a chair, hit him with another pedigree. Take Triple H went for the sledgehammer. Taker applied Hell's Gate. I remember that image of Taker or Triple H lifting the sledgehammer and just dropping out of his hand. He made Triple H, knocked him out, essentially, passed Triple H out. This would run Taker Street to 19-0. and And what happened after this match is what should have been the precursor for the rest of it. The medical staff had to help Taker after he collapsed at ringside and could not walk under his own power. That should have said something. For the future of Wrestlemania. Now that we get. The next year. Is. Wrestlemania 28 is the end of an error match. Arguably one of the best ever. So. Shockingly enough that did not make this list. Of these guys favorite matches. So thank you Matty Ice. For those. He had a friend Tom. I guess he works with him. Said CM Punk vs Ceno. When Cena le- when Punk left with the belt, he said the storyline should have been a whole lot more. And I said I agree. I said Punk should have been gone for months, not weeks. Should have set up for this. I feel bad for Rey Mysterio in this aspect because he got dealt a bad hand. But yes, Punk for Cena, great feud. Phenomenal feud. Next up, Jonathan LaFollette. Bret Hart for Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam 91. He said it really showed how good these two were. And both of them, and I would argue that Mr. Perfect was better than Bret Hart. Because you didn't know what you were going to get. I mean, you knew you were going to get the perfect plex to end the match. But, Mr. Perfect is probably one of the most athletic men ever to wrestle. And Bret Hart is up there, but Hart matches, I mean, they're not bad, but you knew what you were going to get. So pitting these two against each other was two of the top stars of the time period. And he said one of his favorite type matches would be the Royal Rumble, especially in 92. That's not fair to Flair. So I love the Royal Rumble matches. I need to go back and watch Royal Rumble 92. So thank you, Jonathan, for those. Mr. Perfect and Royal Rumble 1992. All right. We have one more, and it'll be mine. And it'll be our third main event, so stay tuned. All right, time for our third main event of the podcast. And this is my favorite match of all time. WrestleMania 28. Second year in a row, Triple H fights Undertaker. This is an end of an era match. Hell in a Cell, Shawn Michaels, special guest referee. So, one point we're in Taker's element. To the point he's got the deck stacked against him with DX as opponent and the referee. So, we uh, were highly invested in this match. Because I thought this was the end of the streak. 
I uh, remember watching this match go down. I thought, there's no way Taker's going to overcome this. This is where it ends. This is the end of an era. This is the end of Taker's career. And probably how it should have been. But it didn't happen, obviously. We know both these men fought many, many more times at WrestleMania. And are still fighting at WrestleManias. But the, the moment that stood out in my mind the most was when Shawn Michaels... Sweet Chin Music Taker into a pedigree with Triple H. And I was sitting there watching this going, oh no, here we go. Because I thought we got one, two, and I was waiting for that third one to hit and Taker kicked out. I mean, I was, I gasped and broke because I was like, no way Taker's going to win this match with those two. But it helped that uh, he went for one more pedigree, Taker kicked out. Performed the tombstone. You get the one, two, three at the end to run this WrestleMania streak to 20 and 0. And the iconic picture at the end of the match is Triple H, Taker, and Sean sitting on the. or standing on Titan Tron, hugging each other, turn around, and look at the crowd. Talk to Taker, it was 100% called on the fly. None of them knew what they were going to do. This moment was not scripted. This was a look back on their career. And it probably should have been the last time we saw any of them at the Showcase of the Immortals. But this has been my favorite. The end of an era match, WrestleMania 28, was my favorite match of all time. So, there was that. Thank you for once again listening to our podcast, When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. You've listened to our 10th edition of our Fan Friday on our podcast. We covered every fan's favorite match of all time. Anywhere from Andre Hogan to Hogan Rock to Taker Triple H at WrestleMania 28. And everything in between. So I want to thank everyone that submitted answers for this. And I want to continue to thank you all for your massive support of our podcast would not be here without the fan support so thank you so much for everything you all have done for this podcast and remember when the bell tolls the match is over